For the Sarah Lawrence Library, I'm Tim Kale, and this is the Sarah Lawrence Library Podcast. I hope you're excited to be back on campus, taking classes, hanging out with friends, one and all. This is the start of the spring 2023 semester, and we're all excited to help you here at the library with your projects however we can. For today's episode, we're joined by SLC student Gabriela Martinez. The conversation has been broken into two parts. This is part two. If you would like to listen to last week's episode, that would be part one. Before we go any further, I'd like to encourage you to give the podcast a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Those reviews are essential in us climbing the podcast ranks and finding our audience. You can connect with us on social media at SLC Library on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Also remember to visit the library website where you can check your library account, reserve a study room, or book a consultation with one of our research librarians. My plan is to have a new episode for you every week, just like last semester, for the remainder of this semester. Thank you to those who've been listening all along. Your listenership and support is invaluable. Now, it's time to get into this episode. So, what are some of your favorite films? Like ever, like I would say, in the yeah. World? If you could boil it down to five or three, that's a top three. Ooh. If if that's harder than, and you just <laughs> want to give me a whole bunch, whatever's easier. I think it's hard because I've. I feel like I'm supposed to have watched a lot more films than I have by now. That's okay. That's absolutely <laughs> um, okay. My my parents are constantly because like you know you learn from what you see. My parents are consistently like you haven't watched this great film and this one and this is a classic and <laughs> I watch a lot like I feel like what I watch doesn't reflect like what I want to do. <laughs> I understand. Um, yeah. I watch a lot of romantic comedies. Those romantic are, comedies uh, are fantastic. They're my favorite favorite genre. romantic comedy. It's an it's it's also it's like an underdeveloped uh, at this it's kind of fallen out of um, it's like they're passe now they are which I don't like I I, don't I wish they still existed as a genre I think yeah. they were useful as a as a cinema that just sort of like took your mind away yeah, completely it doesn't and that's why I love them is yeah. because usually I mean I'm pouring my heart and soul into these scenes where I'm being so like they're high drama yeah and it's like I want to just watch something that's lighthearted yes. and gets me like emotional for a dumb reason yep um yeah so okay so I will this I say this is my favorite movie of all time too just because I don't know people think it's I my mom hates that I say this but Clueless is probably like my favorite film in the world like I don't even know if you've called it a film I call it a movie but like Clueless is fantastic. I love it. It's, I, I watched it when Alicia I was, Silverstone is so funny. I watched it when I was 15, and I fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. And I have to watch it at least once a year. Mm-hmm. And it really is just one of those movies that I can recite every line to. Baby like, Brittany Murphy. Yes. She was great. I love Brittany Murphy. She was really, I grew really up with good. Brittany Murphy, and yeah. when she passed... It was rough. It was... My mom, I remember her just, like, freaking out, not even because she really watched Brittany Murphy, but because I did. And she was like, how do I explain what just happened to my young child? It was hard, but I... She was great. Yes. She was so beautiful. No offense to Margot Robbie, who I think is quite <laughs> good in this role, but... Brittany Murphy was born to be Harley Quinn. Mm. That she would have been perfect in that role. Mm. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it is really a shame. She yeah. was a really talented. She's very talented. Um, have you seen Kate and Leopold? No, I haven't. Oh, see Kate and Leopold. It's. Um, I think it's on my list. So I have this. I so in high school I started this list of like romance movies yeah. that I would rank um, based on like I think it was. Oh man, it was like how much I cried, how much <laughs> I felt the love and like stuff like that and I still like I don't have that list anymore but I have the list of everything I still haven't watched. Mm-hmm. Um my best friend and I we we plow through romance movies. Like it is we just one after the other and it, like we are like either really harsh or we're crying sobbing at the yeah, end. Yeah. And I think he, Kate and Leopold's on that list. Got to watch Kate and Leopold. It's it's a, it's a really good one. Hugh Jackman is fantastic. Yes. It kind of really solidified him as a leading man. Meg Ryan is really good. I love Meg uh, Ryan. She's always good. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not. It's it's. I would like to see a resurgence for the, mm. the romantic comedy. I would like to see it spring back. Yeah, it's not something like I genuinely like. I talked to my best friend because like, I don't know why, but my best friend and I think we have like the best ratings on romance movies we think we know what we're talking about i hear a podcast <laughs> in the making <laughs> we lo- we love we just love talking about them um mm-hmm. but like i've told her like before i'm like if i ever do a romance movie you are gonna have to like fully like read the script to, so because like i want it to be like a time ending like amazing classic movie that's going to age well i don't want it to just be like one of those that kind of like passes you by i would love for it to be like 10 things I hate about you. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and so it's not really what I want to do, but I, I do want to do at least one and be like, that was epic. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I want, cause I, I love romance movies, but I love it when you can watch them whenever and they, they always work, you know, have Doesn't you seen matter. when Harry met Sally? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. What a great movie. That movie, it's so funny because I didn't even know about it until like three years ago, I want to say. And my mom put it on and I was like, what? I was like, is that, that's not who I think it is as a leading man. I'm like, what? (laughs) And then I watched it and I was like, that was pretty good. (laughs) I'm like, whoa. Because it's like, I love Meg Ryan. I'll watch anything she's in. But I was just like, I can't, he's the romance lead? I know, I know. It's funny you say that because I was just thinking about that. I was like, wow, Billy Crystal. Mm -hmm. But it works. It does. And there's something, and Rob Reiner, the director, did a really good job allowing the actors to be themselves like in a scene between takes Mm -hmm. where, you know, the part where Billy Crystal is like pecan pie and he's like talking in the funny voice. Right. That's just something the actors were doing like between takes. And he was like, that's good. Like, let's do that. Yeah. And that's the kind of stuff that relationships are made of. Yeah. So you're an actress. I'm trying to be. (laughs) What are you looking for, ideally, from a director? Oh, that's hard. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I haven't worked enough with film yet to, like, fully give a great answer to this. Same thing with stage director as well. (laughs) Um, I feel like something that I value for me, because I'm very harsh, I think most actors are very harsh critics of themselves, is, like, tell me exactly what you want. Mm -hmm. And then if I'm doing it not what you want tell me how to fix it like i want all of the feedback it may suck and i may cry about it later but i want to give you the best performance that 
you are envisioning and that I can do. Mm-hmm. And if that requires you telling me like you're doing this completely wrong, please do it this way or try doing it this way. Tell me like that is my biggest thing. And some of my friends that I've worked with, like on just like many things that we've done is I'm just like, what am I doing wrong? And they're like, you're not doing anything wrong. I'm like, okay, well, what can I do better? And it's like, okay, well, maybe you could. And I'm like, just tell me. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't, and I, I'm sure it's like that in the real world. <laughs> um, because I, you know, it's hard when you're working with your friends or like students because no one wants to be like, oh my gosh, you were totally bombing this right now. Yeah. But I, if I was, I would want someone to tell me and I want to just, I want to give them what they want. You know, and whether I can bring my own thing to it is one thing, but I would like I could be playing drama when you want me to be playing comedy. Mm-hmm. You have to tell me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I and like usually you don't if they can directors are really casting directors specifically are very good at figuring out what they need in the like pr- prior to the film. But if it got to that point where it was like, OK, she's not really doing this the way we want her to just tell me mm-hmm. <laughs> i think that's the communication is the okay. biggest thing okay um so when you think about studying abroad which is still like an unknown like what feelings come to you when you think about it it's really funny because most everyone is like oh my gosh you're leaving in 10 days that's so exciting and i'm like mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> because I'm terrified <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying, like I'm being very open about it this time around. And I say this time around, cause when I first moved to New York to come to school, I was also terrified, yeah. but I didn't tell anyone because for so long it, I've, I've been talking about going to school in New York since I was in middle school, really. So mm-hmm. like for everyone, all of my friends knew that this was what I wanted. Everyone who went to high school was like, Oh, that's just what Gabrielle is doing. So if I had told them, Oh, I was scared. They would have been like, what are you talking about? You mm-hmm. know, this is what you've wanted, but doing what you want is oftentimes very scary, yes. you know, especially when it's taking a big jump or like trying something new that you've never done. I've never been out of the country yeah, and I'm terrified Yeah, yeah. Um, for lots of reasons. I mean, I do know uh, a good amount of people that are, going with me this semester from SLC, but I'm not like super close with any of them. Like I know them, we're friends and it's great. And I'm looking forward to getting to know them better for sure. But it is scary not like having someone just going into it with, um, because it's like I could go into an audition with my best friend and be like, okay, we're going to be, we're going to kill this and it's going to be great. But going to a different country, being honestly being away from my family like i'm already away from my family yeah but my brother actually lives in boston and like not knowing that he's only three hours away Mm -hmm. is gonna be like oh um i and i'm just also it's a very intense program from what i've heard it's going to push my limits and i'm excited for that absolutely this is everything i want but again terrifying i'm i'm sure i'm gonna come home some nights and be like why am i doing this is this what i really want but Hopefully, if everything, if it works out the way it has for everyone I've talked to, it's going to be an unforgettable experience, something that I take with me with what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because Bada produces some great actors, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I hope to be one of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, what will you miss most about Sarah Lawrence College? I think I'm definitely going to miss just like the closeness of everything Mm. um i do live off campus now which is kind of part of that um but i i just love being in bates 
and eating with your friends or just like there's been a few times this last semester and I would like literally my one of my best friends like came up to me and she was like why do you look like that? And I was like, look like what? She's like, you look like you're like sad, but like happy. And I'm like, yeah, because, and I literally said, I was like, I'm going to miss Bates days of just like going into Bates, me getting my food before everyone else. Cause I've already scoped it out, mm-hmm. <laughs> sitting down, waiting for my friends to come back and just like watching everyone come in and out saying hi to people like from a distance mm-hmm. or like people coming up to you and be like, Oh my gosh, how are you? Even if I saw them yesterday, yeah. you know, yeah, and it's, yeah. it was one of those moments that I was just like, wow, I'm going to miss Bates and I'm going to miss seeing the people I love all the time. So is it for one full year or, or one, one semester? Just a semester. So you'll be back in uh, spring semester 24. Well, I'll be back. No, I'm so I'm going this Wait. semester. Oh, so you're going in the spring. So I'm you'll, going be, this you'll spring. be back in the fall. Of this I will year. be back in the fall. Oh, okay. Sure. All right. That's cool. Um, so as we've been talking, um, we've touched on some of this, but this is a pivotal time in your life. Mm-hmm. It's a time of great change, um, but it can all go by in a rush. Like mm-hmm. you can just rush by you because so many different things are happening so fast. And I'm curious, are you ever able to just be in the moment and enjoy where you are right now? Absolutely. Great. But it's taken some time. <laughs> What's your secret? I don't, I don't know if it's... So it's actually funny you say this because... I, w- I just was in Boston this weekend with my brother and just to see them one last time before I left. And they were, he's, he's five years older than me. So he's going to be 27 this year and he's married. So they are living a completely different life than I am. So yeah. it's very different, but they were, he, they got a new knife um, for cutting like, and we were making breakfast and it was the morning I was leaving and they were just so excited by this knife. And I just laughed and they were like, what are you laughing at? And I was like, that's just, I was like, it's adorable. And they were like, you have to appreciate the little things. Right. And then I was like, I understand that. And I, you know, I think for like my generation, it's all about the romanticization of your life. Mm. You know, you romanticize for me. It's like, I do romanticize things. I romanticize my walk home because it's annoying. But if I'm watching and I get to walk home just as the sun is setting, I see the sunset and it's like, wow, when am I ever going to say a sunset like this again? Oh, look at the trees today. You know, it's stuff like that. And I think for me, it's staying grounded is like how I live in that moment. Like in Bates, I was having one of those moments where I was in it and I was like, wow, this is amazing. And I'm going to remember this for years. Um, and I think I have a hard time staying grounded. I'm a Gemini, so I'm kind of all I'm a Gemini place. as well. Oh, my gosh. Yes, really? Yes. Yep. When's your birthday? June 19th. Okay. I'm May 30th. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> love that. I love, I love Geminis. It's hard to stay grounded, though. Yes, it is. And my brother was... He, we just bought crystals. Anyway, it's a whole thing. But um, I bought, like, a grounding crystal because I was like... I need this. I think mm-hmm. of like all the time, you know, the Billy Joel song, Vienna, like probably so if I heard it. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. One of my favorite songs in the world mm-hmm. because I listen to that song and I'm like, this is it. Mm-hmm. I'm grounded. It's telling you to slow down and like, just, I just see it as like, I have to be where I am. And if I'm, cause I'm, I do this all the time. I'm thinking about London. I'm thinking about the future. I'm like, Oh my gosh, what's going to happen in two months. You gotta. You just kind of have to be like, no, I'm doing this right now. I'm going to go shelf some books and it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to smell the books and it's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be in the library, which is my safe space and chill out 
you know, I'm going to walk home and I'm going to look at the sunset and I'm going to not stop at CVS to buy makeup that I don't need. <laughs> you know, it's just like little things like that mm-hmm. while I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I think it's just staying grounded and like appreciating, like my brother says, appreciate the little things. For me, it's like, oh, I romanticize it, you know, just mm-hmm. because all of life is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think I forgot that a lot in high school, especially because like I have memories of things and I, my friends will be like, oh, do you remember when we did this? And I'm like, no. And I'm like, oh, because that was the time where I was stressed out about this. And I didn't really focus on what was going on. And while, like, I'm terrified to be leaving, I'm also, like, soaking in this time of, like, January in New York and being in, waking up in my own apartment and just having those mornings to myself, the little things. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so how has it been working in the library? I love it. <laughs> I, mm, it's really funny because I was telling my best friends from home about the library over the break. And I was like, you know, sometimes when I'm really scared that nothing is going to work out with acting, I'm just like, what if I just became a librarian? Because I love it here. And I think it is unique for Sarah Lawrence because it's such a small library. But I, I've always kind of felt safe in libraries. And... F- again bringing up the COVID but COVID year was so hard because we couldn't really do anything and so I would go to the library and I would just sit there and read and do my homework or I would come in and I would work and this working freshman year was one of the only times that I got to talk and like be around people that I didn't live with Mm -hmm. and so like Gil's sitting out there like we became friends freshman year because we worked together and like I have some really great friends because of the library and just like coming in and knowing like all of you guys and like being able to be like hey Tim yeah. hey Danielle how's it going even no, if you've I'm always been so nice because <laughs> I'll walk by and this is not a guaranteed thing someone saying hello or goodbye is not a guarantee so I appreciate it when it happens yeah. I think especially after freshman year for me because I also worked summer after freshman year in customer service um, at a grocery store and I was like wow that was nothing like the library Yeah, and the library is so nice and yes. I, I was just like we're not taking it for granted and like being able to just like know everyone and like say hi you mm-hmm. know and I think that's the thing about Sarah Lawrence. We call it Sarah Lawrencing. I don't know if you know that. Yes yeah. well I had Hofstra. I went to Hofstra to get okay. my MFA in creative writing and at Hofstra they called it the Hofstra stare. Yeah. And, at, and I think in uh I did my undergrad in Long Island University, CW Post, and I, the same thing happened. Like, people who, like, usually interacted with you in a very casual way at some other point then notice you further down the path and then purposefully mm-hmm. ignore you walking by. And I've never understood it. And it, it always, it's always felt like an affront of some right. kind. Like, something bad Absolutely. is happening when that happens. Yeah, and I'm guilty of doing it. Like, oh, so I, am I. Yeah, every, I feel like everyone is. And it, it's, it infects. It's yeah. like an infection. Especially, like, if I'm, like, like have you ever like looked up at someone and you're doing it and you're getting really close and you're like, okay, I'm going to do it. And then they just look down and you're like, and then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, well now I'm doing it to you. Like I'm not going to say hi to you actually. And it's this whole thing. So like, yeah, we call it Sarah Lawrence saying, and like for me, I, I did it freshman year because we didn't know anyone. Mm -hmm. And then after that, like if I'm Sarah Lawrence you, I guarantee you it's on accident. I, especially me. So this is really funny, but like I am nearsighted. So if I can't 
like there have been times where my best friend has been like across baits and I cannot see her yes. because I don't wear my glasses every day. I usually don't wear them. I just wear them in class when I need to see the board. Yeah, yeah. So like there have been times where people have like been like saying hi to me and I'm like, who is that? And I literally, I kid you not, this happened like two weeks before break. And I was like, I know that person. And I was like, and they were like, Gabriella. And I was like, who are you? <laughs> because I'm like, who is it? Because I, j- it was dark, and I was like, I couldn't see. Yeah. And they were like, I can't believe you weren't gonna say hi to me. I was like, I didn't see you. And it's yeah. like I have to explain that to people because there have definitely been times where I, d- I do it on accident, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, I would have totally said hi to you yes. if I knew it was you. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, but even like just people I don't know, like I like I've talked to you a few times, but I was yes. like, I'm not gonna just be like no tim like yeah, not today no, yeah unless i'm having like the worst day in the world yeah, which yeah. It doesn't usually happen when i'm in here mm-hmm. like i'm gonna say hi well when you work in an office and <laughs> you may have already experienced this or, or you'll definitely experience it at some point in the future when you work in an office you see people passing by mm-hmm. your desk a lot a lot so i i go through this is my own uh, pathology <laughs> of like, do I say hello every single yeah. time? Because by the time I'm saying hello the third time, it's then I, I feel like I'm annoying them, or the, and I'm just like, so it's like, do I not do it? Do I, or I, am I being rude if I don't? Right. It's this whole calculation. Absolutely. This little these little social. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I it happens sometimes like with Danielle and Christy because they walk by my desk more. Yeah. Right. And, like, especially if they've just walked by, like, if they're walking out and they come back, like, two minutes later, it's, like, do I... And it's, like, I either, like, give them, like, a look or, like, a smile. I think it's, like, the little things, right? Yes. Just in case they look. Because yes. maybe they're, like... There's sometimes, like, I'm in a rush and I'm, like, yeah, not looking. Yeah, your head's down. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it's just, like, little things where, like, just kind of being, like, okay, I said hi to you. You know I'm chilling. Yes. I have to go somewhere, you know? Yep. It's yeah, it's difficult. Being human <laughs> is hard. <laughs> and being human is hard. Do you already know the courses you're taking while you're abroad? So, yes. <laughs> um, we don't pick them. So, oh, really? it's actually just like a straightforward curriculum. Everyone takes the same classes. It's just you take them at different times. Okay. Um, so it's like scene study, Shakespeare, high comedy, um, uh, stage fighting. Stage hand, fighting, hand, yeah, hand yes. Hand I always wanted to take stage fighting. Oh, absolutely. Fighting. I, we offer it here. Mm-hmm. It's just we don't actually do hand-to-hand. We do, um, like, swords and weapons. And mm-hmm. I think we do some of that there, too, but it is hand-to-hand mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, what else? Uh, dramatic criticism. Where mm-hmm. So, like, like, I got to go see shows on Broadway. We actually we see, like, three or four shows a week over there That's um, awesome. for class and just a bunch of other things. <laughs> um, I... Ugh, I could give you the whole list if I ha- I could pull it up, but it's <laughs> you don't have to. No, it's a lot, um, and I'm very ex- like it's it's exciting because it's I feel like part because like I studied classics and theater and I put it together to be classical theater, and so studying Shakespeare obviously has happened. Uh, I've done more Greek theater than anything, but um, I'm excited to do more Shakespearean theater, and then also. I feel like I've done a lot, all of the background knowledge because I love history and I love studying it and I love studying like where things come from. But now I'm going to actually be able to influence, like uh, implement everything that I've learned. It's like, even though I've taken acting classes, it's like, it's still not classical theater that I've done and I have a large background knowledge of it. So it's like, 
putting everything that I've been studying together and just like only doing theater, which I've never been able to do. Even mm-hmm. in high school, I took, I was never in productions in high school because I did so many sports, but also I did theater classes. And so like, I've never actually been able to just focus on theater. It's always been academics first and then whatever else. Um, which for the first time it's like, no, this is my academic this That's so is cool. theater and this is what we're going to do. And it's crazy. I'm really, <laughs> it's crazy to think about it because it's what I've been wanting to do for so long. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it's finally here and it's going to happen in a place that I'm totally not no, aware of. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, will you have a job while you're abroad? No. No. Okay. No, we're not allowed to. You're not allowed. Yeah. Interesting. You well, seem like you you would like to have one, it seems like. Money. <laughs> money. Yeah. Um, I am a student worker. <laughs> but um, no, so because of the visa, the way that that works, we're not allowed to. I see. It's just, I yeah, because I'm going on a student visa. It's like my visa is only six for six months because it's only like a four-month program, whereas like some of my friends who are going for the year like had the option of like, if they wanted to work, I think something like that, but you have to be there for a longer period of time. And you, it basically would be a student and a work visa that you would have to get, which I don't think we, Sarah Lawrence does it like that. So no, I won't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what advice do you have for professors when dealing with today's students? Oh, wow. <laughs> this is gonna sound like really bad. Answer your emails. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love my professors. I love all of them, and most of them are very, very good at communicating. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I've been told like I'm a really good emailer, like because that's like my first mode of communication with like my professors. I'm like, okay, I have to email them right away. I'm really usually good about telling them things, um, but I I feel like especially at Sarah Lawrence, like they're doing very well. Most of the professors are doing their job and, or, or more than their job. Really. I've had some professors who have definitely been like therapists to me. So it's like, I appreciate all of them. I haven't, I've had the privilege of not really having a bad experience with any professor. Really. I mean, I've had some like ones that weren't great, but not any that I'm like, I hate that professor. I've, I've really enjoyed every professor I've had here, which has been really great. I think communication is the most important thing, especially for Sarah Lawrence students, <laughs> just the way that we are. Um, because a lot of us are just like, Oh my gosh, they hate me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, the insecurities and just, you know, not feeling like you're doing enough. I know like a lot of my friends and I are always like, we're not doing enough in this class. And, it is also hard because we don't get grades until the end of the semester. And like, while I love that, it can be hard at points to be like, okay, where am I at? Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and unless like you're writing essays and getting feedback on those, you're, you're getting feedback in like your uh, conferences with them. And so it's like in those conferences, it's like what you make of it. If you're going in just being like, oh, what's up? I don't have anything to talk about then they're going to reciprocate. So, and uh, like, that's more on the student, I think, than the professor. Mm. Um, But I think, I think they do a good job here. I I feel like it's pretty good. I think just the community, I know some people have had problems with communication. I've had a few, but not anything that couldn't be solved. So you just mentioned that the teachers have been like therapists. The professors (laughs) have been occasionally, some of them. And I think mm-hmm. earlier you mentioned that you were in therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't mind, I'm in therapy too. 
mm-hmm. um, it's uh, greatly benefited my life. Absolutely. And I'm just curious, how has it affected your life? I would not be where I am without therapy. That's for sure. Um, I'm actually currently still looking for a permanent therapist. Okay. Um, just it's been really hard since I left Fresno to find a stable permanent therapist just because also of my parents' insurance, the way that that works Mm. because we're in a different state and ours is based out of like where we're from. Um, but I, I genuinely, I could like my therapist during my gap year, I would not be where I am without her. She actually, I had to get like, uh, for our study abroad, you have to complete a bunch of forms for like your medical history and like mental health is part of that. And they were like, whatever physicians you've had in, or therapists you've had in the last five years need to fill out this report. And I was like, Oh, that's could It's kind of a lot for me. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've jumped around a bit. And so like I had to email her and I, like, I've, I haven't really like talked to her that much, but I was just like, you know, after she filled out the form, I was like, here's some pictures of and, like, this would not be possible without you, Candace. And mm-hmm. she's just like, Oh my gosh. You know, I feel like for me, And just, like, with everything that, like, I've been through and, like, the way that, you know, my culture comes into it, therapy is necessary. Mm. I think everyone could benefit from therapy. Mm -hmm. I'm a strong proponent for it. I want every... I've gotten a lot of my friends to start going to therapy, actually, Mm. (laughs) from... (laughs) That I met, like, freshman year. They were like, you seem so like self-aware and I'm like (laughs) therapy (laughs) therapy um and yeah I think the professor thing comes with just like me being open about what's going on in my life because so like this past semester my grandma was in the hospital for a minute and I like the night I found out like I could not do my homework and I was just not focused on it like I did the reading but I could not do the response it was like a two-page response for the life of me I could not do it and I just emailed my professor and I could have just said like I'm not turning it in but I just said I'm sorry I will get it into you I just cannot do it at the moment my grandmother is in the hospital and that's all I can think about and it's it's that kind of thing for me where it's like I'm okay with being open with that you don't have to be you know Mm -hmm. you definitely shouldn't have to do that with your professors I feel like if I don't they'll hate me (laughs) so I have to do it um and also I just feel like it it allows for more open communication to be like especially like when it comes to like what for me and my project with this professor specifically, it was like she knew that this was deeply rooted in like my family's participation in like this subject of the history. And she was, she understood where my passion was coming from. Mm -hmm. And she kind of allowed me to not just do a regular historical paper, but include a part of me in there, which not everyone has to do. And she was totally okay with it because she understood this is where your passion comes from. We've talked about it. This is what's driving you. And that's great. You know, um, so that's kind of where it comes from with me. I'm just a little open in that way. And I, th- I feel like it helps for me, though, in the way that I'm kind of doing my education. Not everyone, you know, mm-hmm. but therapy's great. I, <laughs> <laughs> it I, is great. I love it. Um, and I love I just love figuring out things about myself that, you know, I wouldn't really I, I am very self-aware these days. That's good. It's it's a little scary sometimes, but <laughs> I I don't even like saying that I'm self-aware because it's like, oh, 
I'm self-aware. I'm so like, no, I'm just, I'm very aware of things that I do and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's really what it is. I feel like people think self-awareness is like this like amazing thing that you've achieved. And I'm like, no, it's just knowing why you're doing things and that sucks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah. you can work on them. Yes, it's so. true. So what lessons have you learned while at SLC that you'll take with you wherever you go? I feel like I've learned a lot here. That's Even great. more than I've realized. Good. Um, I think about like little things like working at the library and it's like I've kind of learned like where I am best suited to be in like the workforce like even if I wasn't an actor or like whatever um even being an actor I've kind of learned what kind of an actor I am here um and like what I want to be and what kind of person I am I've learned that very big because it was a lot I've, I'm very I've, I wouldn't say I'm different but I've changed and grown a lot more since like the person I was in high school because that that person was the person I wanted people to see me as and now I'm just very much more myself and I think Sarah Lawrence is great for that for figuring out like who you are um I know like oh, what did I saw like this thing and it was like oh Sarah Lawrence is for like the the misfits or like whatever and I'm just like Sure. And I was like, but I wouldn't have necessarily considered myself that, you know, I, I just feel like it is a good place for anyone who is open to things, who has an okay. open mind on anything. And I feel like because of everyone and all these people I've met and the different, you know, sources of, you know, where we're getting our information and just everything, I feel like that has kind of prepared me a little bit for life in that everyone is coming from something different and you have no clue what that is. And there's always some like to understanding people and like even meeting them, it's going to be different. You shouldn't expect the same things. And I don't know, something like that. <laughs> I, I feel like it's, it's been a lot more than I've really realized. And I've come into who I've always wanted to be here because it's like I am myself, which that's is great. really, really nice. That's awesome. Um, that's a great place to be. <laughs> um, so two more questions. Okay. What's something people don't know about you <sighs> that you'd be comfortable hard. sharing? <laughs> no, no, it's hard because I was just telling Danielle, I'm a, I'm a bit of an overshare. I try not to be. I don't think you're, you've overshared. <laughs> well, just like in general, I feel like I'm – because I'm open. I, yes. I feel like some people – like see it as oversharing and like I'm like if I was oversharing you'd know a lot more <laughs> but <laughs> like I could have gone into detail <laughs> um oh, I'm gonna I don't know I feel like there's little things okay um I mean this is something like people could guess mm -hmm. but it's not like known for sure so like as you know you call me Gabriella yeah everyone here calls me Gabriella yeah, that's yeah. my name yeah um up until my sophomore year of high school, no one called me Gabriella. Really? Everyone called me Gabby. Really? And I hated it. <laughs> um, yeah. And like my friends back home would know this, but like most people back home still call me Gabby. Mm -hmm. So like going home kind of sucks. My very close friends who love me to death and like I'm in constant contact with call me Gabriella. They made that conscious choice to be like, no, she's Gabriella. She wants to be Gabriella. I hated my name growing up. Um, oh, wow. I didn't like Gabriella. I thought it was dumb. Um, but now I love it. 
it was it was a weird switch that just happened when I was in high school, and I was like, Gabriella's a beautiful name. <laughs> so you decided this in high school to make this change? I did. Okay. And it was hard. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Because I went through two years of Gabby, and then my close friends started calling me Gabriella. My teachers started coming up with different nicknames for me. <laughs> my, my favorite history teacher... <laughs> Because I had him my freshman year. I didn't have him sophomore year. I had him again junior year. And I, I told him, I was like, hey, do you think you could call me Gabriella? Like, if it's too hard, like, I understand. He was like, no, no, no. That's what you want. I'll call you Gabriella. So he ended up calling me G for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I don't care. I love him to death. Like, yeah. he was, he's such a good teacher. And, like, honestly, it was better that he had his own nickname for me anyway. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, most people here, though don't know that because um, yeah. i just i introduced myself as gabriella it's my name isn't that great one of the great things about college yes. is that no one knows you you can cre- you're cre- you're creating yourself mm-hmm. like from scratch like you're, exactly. you're starting fresh i think for me i see it as like i built upon who i already was okay. and i made it like i built what i like i took the foundation of what i had and i built around it yes. and i think that's for me, that's what it was. But like, yeah, my friends, the first time they heard my parents call me Gabby, they were like, who are they talking to? Like, <laughs> it was so funny because they, they were genuinely like, what, what happened? Yeah, like what? Yeah. And I was like, I, I didn't, I don't, there was no real reason that I didn't like Gabriella. I just didn't like it for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Cause I'd always been called Gabby since mm-hmm. I was a kid. I mean, I have other nicknames that my family calls me, but Gabby was like, everyone called me Gabby. Everyone called me Gabby. And it was, it's spelled with two B's and a Y. If you're wondering, <laughs> <laughs> no, cause I just did my headshots and the photographer like shortened my name for the, for the like file. And he put Gabby G A B I. And I was like, Oh, that is not, <laughs> that was not it. Um, but it, it's, it's not I, I I reference my old self as Gabby like when I, I talk in the third person sometimes <laughs> and I'm like oh Gabby was and they're like who and I'm like you know my old self like the person that I was until I figured out who I actually was mm-hmm. um, and I feel like it was kind of just I and I kind of distinguish it as like two different parts of my life Gabby and Gabriella and not in a bad way it's just like Gabby was a different person and mm-hmm. that's okay she's still a part of me mm-hmm. and that's why I still call myself Gabby sometimes, but Gabriella is the better name. <laughs> I just, it's so beautiful. And I don't know why I was so like, mm. it's funny. You mentioned this about your name because when I first heard your name, when you first started working here, I afterwards I was like, wait, is it Gabrielle? Yeah. Or is it Gabriella? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is it? So I, f- I found myself checking when to work. <laughs> and I was like, okay, it's Gabriella. And, but I kept forgetting. And I was like, no, it's Gabriella. Because <laughs> nah. I wanted to make sure I got it it's, right. It's not, it's not easy because there's different variations of the name. Obviously, you have Gabriel, yeah. Gabrielle, yes, yes. Gabriella. You have Gabriella with one L. So I'm Gabriella with two L's. And this is a funny story. But my mom... so. I'm Mexican and I don't speak fluent Spanish. I, I I'm learning. Mm-hmm. I understand a good amount though. And my, but when I first started learning Spanish, um, my mom had always told me growing up, I chose your name, like my full name because it sounds beautiful in English and Spanish. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I didn't know about the double L like the a, so I was like, okay. So then when I learned my, this in high school, when I was learning Spanish, I went home and I was like, mom, why would you tell me that you, like named me this beautiful name in Spanish. And she was like, what do you mean? It's Gabriela. I love it. And I was like, it's Gabriela. <laughs> and she was like, looked at me dead in the face and was like, what? And I was like, I know. Sp-. I'm like, I was like, I know the alphabet now, mom. It's Gabriela. 
And she was like, no, it's not. And I was like, yes, it is. You put double L in there. Yeah. That's not the name. And now it's like this this thing that we, it's a running joke, like in my family and <laughs> my close friends, like I'm Gabriella. And my mom hates it because she's like, that is not what I named you. And that is not how people would pronounce it. I'm like, yeah, no, it's yeah. not how people would pronounce it, but it's technically the correct way to pronounce it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just think it's so funny and it gives me a little bit of character. But she was like, because I wanted, if someone wanted to call you Ella, that would have been like, and I was like, no one has ever called me Ella <laughs> in my life. No one's never ever called me Ella. Anyway, I just, I think it's really funny because I would, I didn't even like realize that it was wrong until for so long. And then I was like, oh, my name should be one L. So now like when I meet other like Spanish speakers who have Gabriela, it's usually one L and they're like, oh, and they write my name and I'm like, oh, there's another L in there. <laughs> uh, but I love it. I think it adds character. Gabriela lives on. It's a great name. Yeah. It's a beautiful sure. name. It really is. Okay. So here it is. Last question. Ugh. Big question. What would you love to do after college? Hmm. Um, I'm a big planner. So I have a five and 10 year plan. You do? <laughs> yeah. All right. Tell me the five year plan so. and then tell me the 10 year plan. So, I mean, I'm kind of, I mean, oh, so it goes like with my age. What is great about being born in 2001, which I know is weird, but uh, <laughs> is that the year is only like a year older than me. So it's 2023. I'm turning 22 this year. Um, and basically, like, it kind of follows that. So, like, if I'm 22 in 2023, I'm going to graduate in 2024. And I'll, I won't be 23 when I graduate. I'll be just like I'll literally be 20 days away from turning 23, which I love because okay. I love to graduate at 22. I think that's fun. Yeah. Um, but I'll, so basically when I finish college, I will be 23. Okay. And my goal is to stay in the city. I'll stay in New York. That's going to be hard, but that's the goal. I have a bunch of friends who want to do it as well. We're probably just going to get a big apartment and live there and split rent. Um, I am kind of, so like where I'm from, it's very common to get married and have kids at a young age. So like, I don't feel like this is young for me, but like I would, so like 23, I want to move out in into the city, work and do like any job I have and just audition. Um, I will be applying for a master's degree. However, if I... Where? <laughs> uh, New York, Boston, the only other place in the U.S. will be Connecticut, and that's for Yale because the Yale's drama program is amazing, mm-hmm. best in the country. Mm-hmm. So York, Boston, Yale, and then in the U.K., I've found a few schools that I would going to suss out when I get over there, mm-hmm. um, see what's going on with them. Um, but if I – it's honestly a lot of money. <laughs> I'm sure you know that. Mm-hmm. And college is a lot of money, and I've already had to take out a lot of loans. So if I don't – really find funding i'm probably not gonna go right away i do want to get my master's degree i actually want my doctorate which sounds crazy but like i just love learning i love school so i would love to stay in school as long as possible but realistically do it it. no i'm I'm just from experience stay in school for as long as possible delay the real world i work at a college (laughs) because i wanted to delay Mm -hmm. and and be in this environment there's something if you have like academia and you you know you like academia then 
maybe that's another part of your calling. You know? Absolutely. No, I absolutely. My academia has always been huge. I mean, I said before, my, my, both my parents were teachers. My brother and I grew up in an academic loving household. Like mm-hmm. we, and we love learning. We really do. And that's why I think it's so fun that Sarah Lawrence lets you take whatever classes you want and not have to focus on, you know, one thing. Um, because I really feel like I've been able to just take whatever and, like kind of feed my hunger of learning um but yeah so i mean back to i got i interrupted (laughs) you back to your five-year plan so we've got you in new york with a bunch of roommates a job auditioning that's all in your and and applications going out to yeah i the thing is like it's kind of like the five-year plan happens with or without grad school it's like i either go to grad school and it still happens because my if i'm in grad school i will still be auditioning that is my goal. I, um, as soon as like, even I think at the end of next year, like my spring semester of senior year, I will start auditioning for stuff just because you never know when things are going to happen. Send self tapes are so easy to do now because that's, what's the norm. Um, and I think you just always have to be constantly pursuing it. And it's going to be a lot of no's. Everyone knows that like it's a lot of no's, but like for what I want to do, it doesn't matter when I start really. I want to be in this, this industry for a long time. Um, but it's all about getting that start. So even if it's little, I will do it, you know? Um, but so auditioning, whether I'm in school or not working, doing whatever I can to pay the bills. And so that's like 23, 24, whether I'm out of grad school or not, who knows? Um, but I would love to be engaged. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry to my boyfriend. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) he knows this. Uh, I would love to be engaged. Um, ideally by like 25, Okay. And then have my first child at 26, which I know that sounds very young and it's like contradictory to like everything I want to do. But, um, I just, I have a very 26, uh, 28 would be like the, like, so it's like 26 or 28 in between there has to be like first child just because my parents had, my mother is older than my father and she had me at at an older age and not that like, I don't love her and she's not been amazing. It's just, it's, I lost my grandpa, as you know, mm-hmm. and that was hard because he was still, he wasn't, he was 82 and my grandmother's 82 now. It's been, she's two years younger than him. And I just, I want my children to be able to meet like my grandmas, mm-hmm. both of my grandmothers and, you know, be able to have time with their grandparents. Cause I only got 19 years of my grandfather's life and I felt like it wasn't enough because I wasn't even like a real person. Like I was a kid and I you know, the, like the conversations that I have with my grandmother now, I've never, I never got the chance to have with my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love being close. And like I said, family's very important. So I want my parents to be as involved as they can in my child's life. And they, they want to, but I mean, like I want my children to be able to be around them and to learn from them because my parents are awesome. <laughs> like I love them. And I'm, I just, I want, to kind of just have more time with them as well. So that's just me and my take on it. It's, it comes from like things I've experienced. Um, thankfully my boyfriend's a little older than me, so he's in a similar place. Mm -hmm. Um, we've been together for a year and a half now, so we'll see. We'll see. I love him. (laughs) I love him. Uh, Mm Um, we'll see. Um, he knows that all of my friends know that, but like, obviously the plan was going to change because I hadn't met anyone. He kind of, I met him at an ideal time. It was crazy the way it worked out. But I, so like that's ideal. If not, I always told my parents that if at 28 I was not married, I would have my own child by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because I feel that strongly about having kids. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know how that's going to work with my acting. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's that's to figure it out later. My mom has told, like, my brother and my sister-in-law, and she's been telling me this recently. It's like, if you plan to have kids, you're never going to have them. Because, mm. you know, waiting and, like, being like, oh, we don't have enough money yet, or we don't have this yet, or I'm not ready yet. You're never ready. She was like, you are you could be as prepared as you want. She was like, I waited until I was 35, and I still wasn't ready mm -hmm. so it's really just they're gonna come when they're gonna come and i want a big family too so that that doesn't help <laughs> i want to have a lot of kids so i mean and hopefully like at by the time i have my first child i've had a consistent gig mm -hmm. i don't know what that would be i would love to be in my first film by the time i'm 30 mm -hmm. whether it's like a supporting role or something um but right now like as you know the world we're living in it's so important to have representation mm -hmm. and while like for you know the latin community it's happening more we still have a long way to go mm -hmm. and so i want to be part of that that's my biggest draw to acting like i love it but it's also like i want to be the representation i didn't have when i was a kid that's so important to me um and just to see people doing it right now like i'm so envious of them mm -hmm. i'm so happy about it but it's like i that's what i want um so you might have to you might find along the way that you need to write your own thing <laughs> and produce and make your yes. own thing and get your friends together to create your own thing I am all for that. I've definitely been told by most of my professors that I need to consider writing, <laughs> um, which I <laughs> or didn't get one of your friends who's a writer. Yeah, absolutely. My friend and I, one of my friends who's from Argentina that goes here, she, she and I have talked about like documenting like our experiences just and writing about that because she's in film and acting and she wants to do it as well. And we're like, what if we just sent it off to Lin-Manuel Miranda? He would eat it up. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I don't know exactly what it's going to look like. It's not going to be easy. Um, and that's the thing about acting is like, I can have my five-year plan, but who knows if it'll happen. It's just like the little goals that I want to reach. And at the end of the day, like, if none of them happen, like this is what the, this is what the pandemic and like not getting into school the first time taught me is like at the end of the day, if these things don't happen, I have other plans in place. I have things I can do. My options are open and I have a lot of things that I love and I don't think I'm ever going to have a hard time figuring out something to do. This concludes this episode of the Sarah Lawrence Library Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure to listen to part one of our conversation with Gabriella from last week. Remember to give the podcast a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social media at SLC Library on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And visit the library website where you can check your library account, reserve a study room, or book a consultation with one of our research librarians. If you have any questions or there's something I didn't cover in this episode, email me at fkale at sarahlawrence.edu. Music by Owen Anderson. Thank you for sharing your time with us once again. We look forward to doing it again next week. But until then, have yourself a very pleasant day. Thank you.